In this week's edition of the Isle of Bounds podcast, we'll break down the best and worst from NBA All-Star Weekend. And also, if you're a GM of a basketball team, would you take a chance on Bronny James just at the opportunity to land in LeBron James? Is the risk worth the re- excuse me? Is the risk worth the reward? We're gonna discuss all this and more on this week's edition of the Isle of Bounds podcast. Let's roll the intro as I drink some water because fuck that intro is yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I think I might keep it at it. That wasn't too bad. No, I had to drink some water too. I had some chips earlier and <laughs> Yeah, I got I got a little tongue tied there, but you know what? Hey, it is what it is. Welcome to episode 36, ladies and gentlemen, the Isle of Dallas podcast. I go by name of Dallas Fashionisto, managing director here at True Agriculture Magazine. And alongside me is the man in the middle, the birthday guy, Mr. Donnie. Do not call me Donovan Wilkins. But outside of that, he's also a radio host, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. My man moving on up. He's a franchise player now. He he went from being like a, a role player to now he's a co-star. So yeah, man. And look, I, I did it all by myself, you know. I that's all it took. Believing in yourself, a little bit of help from uh, Liddell and the crew over at Tuck Media, and look what happened. Can't be proud of you, bro. And as for the young blood, no also aka third eye, aka Mr. Euro step to his girl now because he's in a relationship. At least of course the last time that we spoke to though. So who knows? I think she's time. in Switzerland or something like that. Oh, speaking of no, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he can uh, he can defend the third eye. <laughs> no. Oh dude. Oh, do out of balance people. It's been a minute. It's been a while. Yo, quick question. Uh me and Liddell had this discussion last uh, podcast. Uh, is Georgia State University uh, um, a black uh, HBCU? It's not a HBCU. It's not. Oh, okay. All right. Who I, said I it was? It, I thought it was. Just because a lot of black people go to one school, you think it's an H. Do not know the historical. Don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We, we were rolling your credits, and he says something about. Um, I said something about it being an HBCU, and he said it wasn't. And I was like, he he goes, he transferred to another HBCU, but no. apparently that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. We know you mm-hmm. said from Fort Valley to um, yeah, Georgia State. Georgia Okay, yeah, we're talking yeah. about Georgetown. But no, we did not get too far into the show. You know, um, Donnie here just listened to my little therapy session not too long ago. Shout out oh, to Don for being a good listener. You know the vibes. Yeah, you already know the vibes. Speaking of vibes, more on that later, ladies and gentlemen. So, thank you for saying that because you know we working on a little project called Vibes and shit. So you about to drop that to the public and all that. You know what I'm saying? But no, man, like it's been a minute. You know, how are you? How was your Valentine's Day and all that good stuff? You know, because oh, I'll do, I'll do oh, the intro. Oh, wait, 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 wait! We have to change the intro. Remember to change the intro. Uh oh. Um. I'm single, guys. I'm a... <laughs> I hate niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Man. It's yeah. funny because you had to have been on uh, before we started recording to hear what uh, Liddell said, but that shit is funny. <laughs> Yo. <That's... laughs> yeah. Yo, because I was just saying, Mr. Yule, step into 
It was good when I said, I don't know. Goodbye. Yeah, we wasn't <laughs> sure. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure she in Switzerland or something like that. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. Um, nah, <laughs> that was a, it was a change. I think it was, it was definitely a change both. I don't want to know, like, no hate towards her. Our schedule is just never really aligned, and she's really career-oriented. I'm career-oriented. Mm. Um, Not to go too deep into it, I think it was just two career-driven people. I, She was just – she wouldn't – I just think she wouldn't um, – Judges didn't been, have enough time for a relationship. Not even that. I just feel like she wouldn't have – if it came down to, like – her career or like our relationship, she would definitely would have picked her career. Oh yeah, like, what? Yeah, like she would have definitely put a picture. Same here, but like, I think when it came to like making time, like I would make like even though I was busy, I would still somewhat like make a little bit of time. Oh, and I get you. I get you. Like yeah. she just Bro, really did this it. This story is so familiar. <laughs> and she just and she no hate, but like she just didn't like she didn't it felt like, i felt like i was giving a little more effort than she was and i feel like when whenever like in a relationship whenever the balance not that it's unbalanced but whenever one person feels as though they're doing way more than the other person that person is gonna feel some type of way because no one wants to get taken advantage of no one wants to you know what i'm saying so i was kind of feeling that way like i was doing this going to class doing stuff for the magazine trying to get in it. I was doing stuff, but in the same time thinking about, oh, like, where are we going for Valentine's Day? What are we doing? Um, Is she okay? So... She was selfish. To an extent... I mean, no, I mean, to keep it a bean, I think to an extent she was. It wasn't dramatically selfish, but I think it was hard for her to sacrifice her life for a relationship. So I guess we just... Two people that met... Two great people that met at the wrong time... I mean, I kind of just leave it at what it is, and you know, I, it wasn't the breakup wasn't bad. Like nothing foul happened. It's just it just didn't work, and you know, shit happens. I'm 22, so yeah, it is what it is. But speaking of her, she actually got to drop off my uh my stuff. So if you listening, drop off my stuff on Thursday. You know, what I'm saying? come through and drop yeah. off my stuff on Thursday. <laughs> Nah, like, nah, drop off my stuff. Like, you get all my football shirts, all the all my Japanese film cameras. I need that shit back. Nah, what's wild is I taught her how to shoot on film, but you know what? It's still me, you know, that was me being me, but you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. The polar feeding. Nah, the Polaroids are in a shoebox somewhere, so we straight. Oh, okay, all right. But nah, man, it's all good though. It's all love. But All Star Weekend, I got so much. I've missed a week, man. Whoo, <laughs> baby, NBA, Bro. NBA CPA. Bro, let, let's let's get right into it. But brother, I sympathize with you. I understand your story, your plight. But fuck love, man. Get to the bag, man. Oh, but when I said that shit, I was toxic. Nah, see, y'all different. I'm a, I'm a get love and get the bag. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got manifest both of them things. Bro. We, we manifesting <laughs> both. You know, what that's saying? the that's the Atlanta shit, bro. Like they try, they try to get both. <laughs> like I'm trying to get both. So. Just, I I I feel you, bro. Like I'm I'm on that scene too. But as you get older, man, you realize that the love will come once you solidify, bro. Right? 
That's nah, what I've been saying. Once you love yourself, that's when people gonna notice. Oh damn, he he love himself. All right, cool. The moment you love yourself, then everything kind of gonna fall into place. So that's really it. That's all I'm doing. So we just love yourself, and the things gonna fall into place when they're supposed to. And it just is exactly. what it is. So that's all the same. It's just let's let it happen. Don't chase it. Just yeah. let it happen. Just keep like keep the main thing. The main thing. That's your career. Your, get your degree. That was come next after that. Just focus on that. Then when it comes, it comes. You know, it's gonna find you. So. Exactly. So we still Euro stepping. We still Euro stepping. Just not my girl, man. It is what it yeah. is, bro. So, so all right, so, all right. So let's do it over this. So now that we got no, ladies and gentlemen, we're eight minutes in. Hopefully you, even though we're getting some us, but hopefully you love this banter. You know, we're human at the end of the day. We go through shit. We have emotions and stuff that we deal with outside of talking about sports. But once again, I am Liddell, the fashion East of Eastmith, manager editor here at True Urban Culture Magazine. And alongside me is the man in the missile. I said the man in the missile. The man in the middle, excuse me, Mr. Donnie, do not call me Donald Wilkins. Also a radio host extraordinaire. Hey. And to my right, we got the young blood, Mr. No Austin, a.k.a. Third Eye, a.k.a. Euro Step to your girl. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> toxic shit, you know the vibes. The toxic shit is back, man. The toxic shit is back. He can give us up to all the girls now. He can give us up to all the girls now. So, guys, let's get into it. Best and worst from All Star Weekend. The fucking dunk competition. Yes. The fucking. Hold okay, on. So, Hold on. Let me so get my all, camera we, right. We all agree this is that was the worst. Yes. Literally, I've seen dunk competitions at my high school go to like really do. NBA got to be disappointed in themselves. And on the NBA like seventy fifth like anniversary team night, nah, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, like yeah, OB top and like night, man, they see that they got too many the, the young dudes. They not hooping like the kids that are my age are in the league. Jalen Green, Joshua Autumn. Nah. Nah. We here, bro. We here. Yeah, well, we still here. We got oh. some new editors. We got oh. this shit. Yeah. Oh. oh, I was confused. I was like, um, <laughs> what's happening? But, all right, guys. Out of bounds. You know, we had some technical situations. We here, bro. But, <laughs> but nah, I just think the dunk competition is just not. I think I think it's just one. A lot of players don't want to get hurt. I know John Morant, Anthony Edwards both said they really weren't going to do it because they're not trying to hurt themselves. They sure as hell was dunking in that All Star game. You know, tomato, tomato. LeBron, <laughs> LeBron James even said, you know, he's like, I'm never really going to do it. You know, so a combination of that. But you have Miles Bridges, like you have people that that have been dunking that can dunk. Not in the dunk competition. Like, why was Miles Bridges not there? Like, a lot of questions. So, I just feel like it was just bad. It was just you could tell no one practices. Like when you when you looked at the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon in 2016 in Toronto, they didn't miss a dunk. But I don't think they missed. Like they did that first time. Like that was the first time they did it. So it was like they practiced for it. Like they made it a priority to practice. I feel like Jalen Green just put on an outfit like. 
maybe we're going to dunk today. And just walked out and was like, yeah. I guess we're going to dunk today. And didn't really practice anything or really think of like, what what can I do that's different? So I could definitely tell it really wasn't rehearse or practice. Niggas just like suited up and like arrived in Cleveland. Like, oh, okay, I guess we dunking. Okay. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. How many dunks can you do? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like the dunk contest is kind of, Yeah. Like, I feel like it's kind of played out. And it's just like the same dunks, just tweaked a little here and there. And I don't know. I don't think it's played out. I don't think it's played out. I just think you need more. I think you need people that care about it. Cause I mean, yeah. you could you could have said it was played out prior to 2016 because before then they had what Victor all the deep bad. Before the Toronto All Star Weekend in 2016, Damian was in a dunk contest. If people don't remember, I got we didn't, we don't remember, but we like. Yeah. So like there's there's been dunk competitions where I was like, bro, this was kind of terrible. Like who what what was this? But it's like you have to get the right players that like care about the dunk competition. Like Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine are the two dunkers in my generation that I remember like that actually is, is, cared. Is there a reason why they didn't dunk? Well, like, Aaron whoa. Gordon oh well, Aaron Gordon said he wasn't he was never gonna participate again because Dwayne Wade rigged will rigged his score or rigged Zach Levine's score. In 2016, and he was like, I'm done. Because I think he did it two years. Aaron Gordon won it his first time he did it, I think, in 2015, hey, 2014. Yeah. And then How did Aaron Gordon ever won? I thought he did. He, did, he won one. He won he one. Did, he won one. That's why he came back. And he played. He yeah. did it against Zach Levine. I remember that. Because I was at the dunk competition. Aaron Gordon is a... I thought he came in second both years. Nah. Because without, no, I think without no, the dunk competition... Without the dunk competition, I don't think Aaron Gordon really was put on the map like that. Really, the dunk competition yeah. actually helped him. So yeah. he won one, but he lost the second one in 2016. But um, I mean, yeah, it was it was during those years where he never NBA. won. He, oh, he, he never, never won. won. No. So who won the first one? I think it was Zach Levine both times. Was it Zach Levine? Levine time? won both times. Jesus. Really? I thought Aaron Gordon. Smart, Aaron, won. Yeah. I, mean, I really thought Aaron Gordon won like once. No. Like that's how good they were. Jesus, I thought he won. I mean, I wouldn't participate either. Like, if two, like, I'm not gonna lie, 2016, Aaron Gordon got robbed. Like, he definitely should have won that dunk out. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Aaron Gordon definitely should have won. But I just feel like in this day and age, it's not. There's no excitement. Like, there's, I don't know. Like, from from my personal opinion, it's like I'm watching the same dunks just over and over again. Like, the last time I was hyped was during that uh that Don't two year span. Yeah, cause it was and different. He, like yeah. Zach, Le- Zach Levine windmilled from the free throw line. Like yeah, and then when he like uh the Aaron Gordon hopped over the mascot, but was like um when he like sat down and did yeah it, yeah like, sat down. So it's just like I don't know. I feel like it's like they're the same dunks just. They're tweaked I'll, a little bit. I'll, I'll be real, y'all, I knew the dunk contest was going to be ass when Cole Anthony came out with him for his first dunk. A, a nigga that ain't from New York is coming out. Yeah, yeah I, thought he was he I, thought he was, I thought he was from New York, though. No, he, he, went went high high school. School. he went to high school in New York, but I'm like, bro, like, you, you, you know damn well you grew up here. You don't know about that culture and shit. Well, yeah, if it was like a real New Yorker, like if they had like some celebrity come out there and dunk, 
like uh, Jesus and Mero, like somebody like that, then nah, yeah. if you're really New York with it, like you could wear like a Dykeman jersey or you could have did something to pay homage. You could have did something better than <laughs> wearing Tim's. Like, okay, you wear Tim's. All right, cool. I mean, Duncan in Tim's is hard. Like, let's that's, not get That's what I think he was like trying to go for. I mean, Duncan in boots, especially Tim's, like, that's kind of hard, but he should have wore a Kooji sweater. Now, that would have like if he would now if he would have wore a coochie sweater with a big like rope chain like Biggie then okay okay that's different so okay you trying you really one trying. of those LL Cool J hats the uh, oh the kangaroo joints I forgot what those yeah. are called, but the furry joints yeah I know what you're talking about the bucket hats the bucket hat but I think Ob topping I think the dunks were just again it just looks like people just didn't practice this it just yeah. looked like they just woke up that morning like oh well we're gonna dunk and then they didn't even. Because I remember in 2016, even prior to the All-Star Weekend, Aaron Gordon was practicing, like, what he was going to do. Like, like I think he said for, like, one whole week, like, he was practicing, like, his dunks, what he was going to do, what he wasn't going to do. Same with Zach Levine. So, it was like, these young guys aren't practicing that. Like, they're just thinking, like, oh, it's going to be, like, in-game dunking. And it's like, no, it's so not. do you think that's an NBA – like – and all like, do you think the All Star Weekend is an NBA problem? Like, are they not? Yes, yes. Like they, they're just not. Whoever's picking the people to be in the dunk competition, they're asking the wrong people. Because you got to ask. Like, cool. I get Jalen. I, I get why Jalen Green was asked because out of all the rookies, he's been one that's really been throwing it down. Which I get it. Obi Toppin, sure. Um, I I couldn't even tell you the other guys that were there or Cole Anthony. I've been, I've never seen Cole Anthony dunk like that. So yeah. again, I don't know why he was picked to be the dunk competition. And the other dude, I even know Juan Toscano Anderson. Who? The d- <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nah. it's the dude. He's a Mexican American dude from a uh, Golden State. The Golden State Warriors. Yeah. I, okay. See, but see, the thing is, it's just like, not to say he's irrelevant, but it's just like. No, I'll say what it is. I ain't never Wait, heard well, of the ball. First of all, really, let's, <laughs> no, because like let's really go through it. You had Gary Payton Jr. Uh, on Golden State, who is throat, who can really dunk. Yeah, not just like oh, he, like Buddy was. He has a whole highlight tape of just slamming it. And then you have Miles Bridges. Like you could have took Cole Anthony and Juan, the dude from Golden State. I'm not gonna mess up his name. You could replace them too easily with at least Miles Bridges and Gary Payton Jr. A thing that I would like to see, even though it's, like, never going to happen, I would like to see, like, a center in there or something like that. I mean, what? I think Dwight Howard was in it. Yeah, Dwight Howard. That was Superman. Yeah, but, I mean, that was so DeAndre Jordan has done. To be honest with you, everybody thought Zion Williamson would have been in at least two. That man needs to lose weight first. Like, that That man doesn't want to be in New Orleans. He wants to trade. Simmons route. He's taking James Harden. Now he took it the Kawhi route. This man said, I'm injured. He's not playing. He took it the Kawhi route. Like, Kawhi. Uh, everybody thought he was going to uh, New York anyway. So Now, like, listen. I thought so. I wrote an article about how Zion was going to the Knicks. That shit did. I, I mean, he it said, was a good deal. He said, I got to do this for the borough. He started writing about, yeah, the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm not like, a Knicks fan, by the way. Oh, mm, have fun with that. Matt, Matt's fan for life. Matt, I forgot yeah. it. I I know you're hating New York. Like you ain't gonna wear the Knicks, man. Nigga. Like nah, I already know. Who your team? The Mavs? Man, you ain't in no Dallas. Like I, I already know it's wild. But like my heart is in Dallas, man. Ain't no state taxes over there. Yeah, 
But there's guns and rednecks, so have fun with whatever yeah. goes on over there. And they also and have um, y'all sleepy know. towns. Wait, wait, listen, y'all, listen, listen. Y'all don't know no hoods or shit? There's black people in Dallas. The fuck? There's black people in Atlanta, just like there's rednecks in Georgia. So it's like, once you leave Houston, once you leave Dallas, have fun. Like, so, cool. I already know. As long as I'm not in Gainesville, I'm good. <laughs> I heard Gainesville, Forsyth County. Uh, there's a lot of counties in Georgia you don't want to. Whites County, like there's a lot of counties you don't want to. Study. <laughs> there's a Whites County, like I'll tell you right now, we had to drive through Whites County because sidetrack, side note, guys. But racist town. Growing up in Georgia, we had to play a team. We used to go play up northern, like North Georgia teams. We would have to drive through Whites County to go to the high school. There would be KKK flyers like at the gas stations, and so like when we would stop. They would be like, if you want to join the clan, brother, call this number type shit. So, yeah. Uh, it wasn't fun. Yeah, I hear they have, uh, in, in the South, they have, like, sleep towns where... Sundown towns. Sundown towns. Yeah. Like, after you, the sun goes down. So, like, some not, Red Dead Redemption shit. Shit, you, you wish it was Red Dead Redemption. Because yeah. <laughs> the police in it, all, every, like, sundown towns, everybody in that town is in on it. So you can't even call the police. Like, hey, they trying to. They probably go. The police probably gonna be the people. Yeah. They're helping them. Pick so it's you like up, yeah. you can't even really do nothing. So yeah, it's the thing about Texas. The thing about the South. You gotta know. You gotta know where you're going because if you just go, I'm gonna go to Texas or I'm gonna go wherever. Cool, yeah. but it's like if you run out of gas, don't look like a tourist. <laughs> and you, if you ain't got the palm color, hey, hey, good luck, Charlie. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but um, but no, nah, the dunk contest. I mean, like I said, there's so many other people. Weird to bring us back home, no. Hey man, hey, I'm trying. <laughs> but there's so many other people they could have asked. I think it's an NBA issue. I think you know, you know, it's bad when the three point competition is more exciting than the dunk contest. Well, yeah. they talk about the end. Like, should we flip the order? Like, make the three point competition last? Because I mean, Carl Anthony Towns. I knew he yeah. was. I knew he was a shooter, but I was like. All right, okay, cool. I, and, I don't respect his game though. Here we go. Mean? He's nice, but he's too. He's a dude that as big as him should be averaging way more than nine rebounds a game. I'm sorry. I mean, isn't he like he's a stretch physical. five though? Isn't he? He's yeah, not he, like he, a. Ain't no such thing as a fucking stretch five with you that big, man. Like a dude that big, he needs to be in the post more often. That's why Jimmy Butler was frustrated with him because he's not <laughs> physical enough. I mean, when you yeah. a stretch five, I mean, and dude, dude plays like he's Dirk Nowitzki. It's like, but see, that's the thing though. Like, if you if you're a stretch five center, you're not really comfortable getting physical. I mean, like, he can shoot the ball. He can shoot. So, the, so he's like, he's a dec- he's a solid stretch five. But like, centers like Joel Embiid, who are not in, afraid of getting hit, it's a whole different. That's a whole different type of archetype of a basketball player. But um, yeah. I mean, dog, like look at a Joker. Um, Jokic, that's a stretch five. Jokic, I would say, is a stretch five. He can pass, shoot. So he doesn't really play in the post as much as he gets. He gets busy in the post, or he he rebounds. He do get get busy in the post. I'm not going to hold you. So yeah, now that you mention it, nine rebounds a game. Need to step those numbers up. And he's like what seven feet? He's six eleven. Six eleven. But he only get nine rebounds. I think Only nine more, rebounds man. per game. I mean, that's almost ten rebounds a game, though. No, that's should... that's second string numbers. No, nine rebounds a game is second string numbers. No, it's not. I would. 
I think I'm watching too much Joel and B. You'll take that from a power forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on, because now I gotta figure this out. Because how many? He's, averaging, how many... Right, he's if you average it out, he's averaging ten balls, nine point seven rebounds a game. What is he okay, the well, what third, fourth option on the uh, the Wolves? He's the third option. He's the first he's... option. The he's not the first option. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Cat Edwards. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen a, a D'Lo. No, 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 definitely third option. D'Lo, wait, 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 it's twin. Oh, this is Joel Embiid. Okay, hold on. Joel Embiid's getting 11 boards. Okay, okay. Hold on. Because he's getting 11 boards per game. All right. Yeah, he may just need to get to – I mean, if he if he, hit, if he peaks at 10 rebounds a game, that's kind of on par. Ant is out at 21.9 points per game, but he takes more He takes more attempts. So, I get it. Oh, so, yeah. I guess you could say Ant is the number one option and Cat the two, but Cat is more efficient. Mm, so yeah, so it's, it's Anthony score. Edwards, and then D'Lo for sure is a third option. I would say, but D'Lo is a solid third option, so it's not really a diss, but D'Lo still a solid third option. Yeah, man, but um, in regards to, we all agree that the worst of the, from All-Star Weekend was definitely the dunk contest, but um, in regards to how can it be improved, this is what I suggest. I suggest letting the G-Leaguers dunk in a dunk contest. And whoever wins gets a 10-day contract. Damn. That would be hard because because they would be dunking for their life at that point. No, not even a guaranteed vet a guaranteed one-year minimum deal. That I think that'd be more enticing because listen, okay, hold on, hold on. Because you have vets like Boogie Cousins, Isaiah Town, they get 10 10 um day contract. Joe Johnson, then they uh, no, but I, I mean I think Nola's right. A 10-day contract is more than enough for a G leaguer. For a G leaguer, first of all, for a G leaguer, but is it really where Fred Van Vliet came from the G League and he's an all star? But Fred Van Vliet, what I think he got a 10 day con, he had 10 day with Toronto and then they kept him the rest of the season and then they went to the playoffs and then they re, they re, um, they gave him like one year. I just think it'd be more enticing if they get a guaranteed, uh, one year contract just the fact that they're G G leaguers that get 10 day contracts all the time. I would say Already. guaranteed rest of the season because depending on what team you go to, you rest still of the have, season could be good. Rest of the season, then you get the playoffs. If you go to like a seventy-six or a contending team, then you play in the playoffs and stuff like that. Um, I mean, that would make it more interesting because then you're playing for something. Yeah. I mean, so that's what I propose. Cause they are, they kind of already started with the um, rising star challenge. Like they had some G leaguers in it. They had some G leaguers, I believe, in the skills um, competition. If I'm not mistaken. I think Giannis' so, brother was no, he wasn't. I'm tripping. No, one of his brothers were. Yeah, he plays yeah. in the he plays for the Raptors G League affiliate. I think. Yes, you know, so like, why not? I think that's what I propose because NBA players, I don't think they're gonna try too hard because one, like a lot that's of them, saying, brand, yeah, their brand content, their social media content, nobody want to be perceived as a nobody want to break an ankle during the fucking All Star Weekend in Cleveland. Because you could you could get a better dog contest in NBA 2K. It's crazy. So whenever you play 2K, you play the All-Star Weekend, you got Zion, John Morant, Miles Yo, Bridges. They got, they got, yo was, you can't pick them because you got the heavy hits. Like, oh, okay, I may be losing this dumb contest. Like, I don't No, I definitely lose. I always lose the first round. I always restart. I always, like, mess up. and like, fuck. And then Zion gets his fifth. Yeah, like, my nah, time is horrible. <laughs> nah, because I'll be like, okay, because I'll do my first dunk because your player always goes first. So I'll do yeah. my dunk. I'm like, oh, bet, windmill, something, something like 46, 45. Zion does a basic as like 50. Like, bro, hold on. This that is should the be embarrassing. Like, 
Like, well, he was the first guy. How he get a fifty? Dottie get like thirties and shit. I don't even get thirties. I get like twenties. What do you mean? Oh my god! Because I missed the I missed the timing and shit like that. Like, y'all, I'd be an embarrassment to the Sixers. (laughs) Nah, but NBA. I feel like the NBA can fix it. I just feel like I don't think they can with these with these guys, man. Like, I know they tried with the All Star game. Like, they made it like okay, like uh, you do it for charities, like you're choosing, Mm -hmm. but. I don't see how NBA players. I don't really think they go give a damn. They don't. don't they see. just care. I think they care about the accolade of being an All Star. I don't think they really care about yeah. the, like because, actually doing it. Because this generation here, they didn't really grow up on the dunk contest. I did. What are you talking about? No, no. The, okay. the players. Oh the, no, they did too. Like what? No, what, what I mean by because the the league is you get a whole bunch of influence of eighteen to twenty years now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of dudes, when Vince Carter had that great performance at the dunk contest, they were either infants or they weren't even born yet. You know the 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 um highlight of a dunk contest that they have in recent memory was Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. That was five five years nah, ago. I would say Dwight Howard, Nate Robinson, when he was still there. Bro, they was like five years old. Nate Robinson won a dunk contest in twenty in two thousand six. I was six years old and I remember that. Like okay. I was six, and I remember because he used to wear the all green. He played for the Knicks. He had the all green. I remember one year he wore the all green with the green phone posits, and Dwight Howard did his thing, his Clark Kent thing. So, like, we remember it. Like, we remember good dunk contests. Yeah, but you don't necessarily remember, like, how dudes growing up in the 90s. Yeah. I, I like was SJ like, and Dominique Wilkins. That's different. Like, that's See, like, yeah, that. like, that type of dunk contest is definitely – that was a yeah. different – I mean, I feel like should, oh, go ahead. It's overall, they just, it's not enough incentive to, like, actually go out there and risk yourself. And plus, a lot of these dudes idolize LeBron James. LeBron James Let me be honest. If I'm a basketball player and I get uh, nominated for the All-Star, I don't give a fuck about these charities. Wow. I'm just saying. It'd be people like you, man. It'd be people like you that gives everybody a bad name because, like, you. No, I, I, I donate to. You got cancer? Oh, that's crazy. I'm not gonna injure myself because of that. Like, (laughs) if you don't go dunk for someone that got cancer, for some uh, a charity? No, no. Dottie like fucked up kids. Like, let's be real. You're not dunking for a Make a Wish kid. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna talk myself up because if I get nominated to host the Grammys or some shit because of my yeah. uh, fucking career, I ain't yeah. nah, y'all ain't gonna yeah. catch me. Nah, <laughs> nah, bro, nah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, a lot, it's just like a lot of them don't care. Like, it's, I'm not they gonna don't care. Work. But the like, thing is, they have to, I think they have to make them not make them care, but. You're gonna have to pay them on the back end. Not pay them on the back end, but I guess make make it fun again. Like I saw Cat. I think Cat. They the NBA let him wear his mom's chain, which was it was like a short gold chain. And when he won three point, which is hard because when you look at the old dunk contest, you have Mike with the short shorts and the gold chain and the like. So they, if if they would bring that aesthetic back of like if you want to wear the short shorts you can if you want to wear some jewelry the chains or whatever but I, I think it's, it's I think it starts with players like uh, LeBron James um, 
And well, I, I wouldn't necessarily put LeBron Giannis never up there. did it, bro. So LeBron, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's yeah, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say if John Moran does it, that would probably spark people to do it. I think, I mean, Giannis seems like he enjoys like the all star weekend and all the festivities yeah, Giannis ain't doing no dunk contest. Bro. I mean, first of all, we have to be honest. It was in Cleveland, so whoever the fuck picked to put it in Cleveland yeah, needs you, to be fired. You gotta get fired. Wow, like you could have picked like, Vegas, like, you could have put it in Seattle, you could like like Joe, like Joe Kim Noah said. I never heard anybody say they want a vacation in Cleveland. Exactly. Nobody, like, like what's what's in Cleveland besides the Rock and Roll Hall of No, like no. no, I feel like no NBA player cheated while they're in All Star Weekend. Like all their wives and girlfriends, are like okay, yeah, that's straight. Because what are you finna do and cheat? It's cold. You go really. You have to be down to, bad. Are you, are you trying to say there's no bad bitches in Cleveland? No, I haven't seen any. <laughs> no, no, I, I knew I one haven't. girl from Cleveland. I, I gotta give it a fur. I don't know what she looked like, so I can't really say that. But I'm at. <laughs> but <laughs> me personally, if anybody know Dottie, there those. <laughs> this hey, man. hey, she, she was white. Hey, she was you have the front, you have the front, you have the front. Oh, I never doubted that. I'm from Atlanta. Wow. I'm from Atlanta, so it's like, <laughs> so it's kind of just like I'm from Atlanta, so it's like to go to Cleveland. Now I have personally never seen a a really fine chick from Cleveland, Ohio. They're probably out because there. nobody really reps Cleveland. Exactly, <laughs> that's what Except I'm saying. Kid Cudi, for some reason, exactly. But, <laughs> and I guess like, you can count LeBron, but really, other than that. I- I follow some chick and she's from I think at least she's from Cleveland. She's she's type nice. Um, like I would say Detroit probably got some better women than Cleveland. I mean that just look at the difference from the All Star uh, weekend in Atlanta where everybody was traveling down there, man, like in droves, like U-Haul trucks. No, <laughs> All Star weekend in Atlanta, it was so crazy. Like what it was like, it was basically like an HBCU homecoming. Like that Sunday <laughs> yeah. before the weekend. People I saw videos and people are like, yeah, like because I had to go to class and people were near because Georgia State is literally near State Farms Arena, it's not that far. So it's like we're going to class, and then you see a coach bus go by, and then you see you may see an NBA player. I think Giannis was somewhere, he was at Linux, and like so everybody was there and everyone was having fun. You go to Cleveland, it's snowing, it's cold. The fuck are we gonna do? I'm like, I'm playing 2K. Like, in the I, hotel I, room. Like, don't I can't know do what. Cleveland is known for like what attractions do they have up there? The NBA was smart. If they wanted to put another team in Seattle, they would just host it in Seattle and just see what that looks like. And if that turned out good, okay, bring a team back to Seattle. The last two cities haven't been really good for also last year was Indiana. What the fuck? No, it was Charlotte, right? Or in- oh, last year was Indiana. Was it really? Yeah, nah, I, did was the a, year, I did the it, year before. It was Atlanta. It was 20, this is 2022. Last year's was in Atlanta. Because of COVID. That's right. That's right. It was supposed to be in Indiana, but they put it right, in right, 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 Yeah, right. and then they put it in Atlanta. So yeah, yeah. people in U-Haul trucks down there, yeah. Nah, because it was it was really it was really fun being in Atlanta. You had the HBCUs, you had everybody going like Strip it was clubs. fun. Magic City went stupid. I wouldn't know, but you I would have still to know script clubs. Shut up. I'm not going. You're right, because it makes no sense. That's just no, not, it, it, it really doesn't. It makes no sense. I, w- I went once and it was so depressing. Here, my thing is like just I'll, get a pro- my thing is just get a prostitute. That's all I say. Just get a yeah. pro- like at that point, like li- listen to me. Cause listen, you go to a strip club to throw money at naked women, right? 
Exactly. Which is not bad, but that's all. Exactly. Like that's exactly. it. Like that's all that's happening. Which if I want to get danced on, I'll just go to a house party or a club and dance and then get danced on for free right. and still have the potential to go home with the girl for free. I'm not yeah. paying for anything right now. So it's like at least at with a point, prostitute, you can have sex. It's like if you're that down bad that you just get a prostitute. There's no shame in it. Sex work is fine. Sex work isn't like this. Like, yo, yeah, sex, we empower sex, women over here. Sex workers matter, guys. That's what mm-hmm. we're trying to say at the Out of Bounds podcast. <laughs> Let Doug get an email. We're going to get sponsored by a sex working company. <laughs> where <it was> like, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. No, but sex works. I mean, sex workers hey, work. Man, and I mean, money, like, money. shout out to the sex workers. You know what I'm saying? Doing the thing, you know. But it's like, <laughs> shout out to sex workers. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, just trust hey, me. I want to be on the show. Email me. I would have some questions. I would low-key have questions. I would have questions. Like, I'm intrigued. But, um, but yeah, I mean, strip clubs don't make sense to me. So, I'm just, okay. But in Atlanta, it's a, it's a, a strip club is more so like a club. Donnie's looking at you. When you said that, Donnie's looking like, I got all the answers to your questions, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. My bad, been in the trenches. Jesus Christ. I mean, you had a prostitute? Yes. Oh, my God. But here's the thing. Here's the, wait, I got to tell you. Wait, 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 I got to tell you. Tweet. I rebel. I got to take it out, nigga. But here's, here's the funny thing. Um, it's not a tug, bro. It's not a tug. We, we a tug. met up twice, and I didn't pay for neither of them. So you finesse a sex worker. That's the title of this, no, this podcast. No, all he did, all he did was talk to him. I talked the first night. Um, the second night we had sex, and I, I didn't even tell you the kicker. There's more. Oh shit! Like the room that she was like hosting, like services and stuff like that. I'm like in the corner, like reading in between while she's doing business, and we're just talking. Oh, but I was drunk. <laughs> So while she's servicing somebody else, wait, 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 wait. she's cleaning up for the next guy. No, 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 that did not happen. No, when I tell you I was drunk, yo, so Shorty was like, Shorty was like, okay, you can stay over here. Donovan, Donovan, are you okay? Are you okay? No, but in between, like, as the guy would leave, she would, like, clean up and stuff like that. And I'd be actually like, so. Are you okay? (laughs) Like, you you sure you don't want none of this? (laughs) Do you want some, like, graham crackers or something? No, because I was was a little scared. But the next night, saw her again. What you scared of? Look, I I never, that was, like, my first time into Interaction with a prostitute. I didn't know she was gonna have her pants. Come out of here. Calm down. <laughs> it's my first interaction with a prostitute. She's a some pet name slick bag and yeah. like come yeah, out. You go to you like go to a drug deal. So. Oh god, it's a woman. It's a person. <laughs> okay, so how do we how do how do we do this? I don't I just look. Don't know. When I tell you I was drunk, I think was on drunk. the bed. This not this is on the bed like this. It's just like he's really stiff. He's just like I don't know. Because what if shit goes wrong and somebody doesn't have the the correct amount of money, and then she got to call in her pet that's listening from the other side? You're gonna get shanked. That's what that's like. You're gonna get shanked. You know what you do? You just hide underneath the bed. 
This is not an R. Kelly music video. This is not hide the closet part. Two. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, Look, I'm just here for research. <laughs> Niggas like, there to connect. <laughs> all you gotta do is just all you gotta do is hey, like I go to this school. I'll just do a research paper. I'll just try to get my. <laughs> One of the best prostitutes in Philadelphia. Like, I'm just writing what's this short name? story. Yeah. Your name is Cinnamon. <laughs> okay, what's your backstory? Like, I don't know what you thought this was. <laughs> no, that's wild. You were in the same way as Shorty. That's different. Yeah. You're a different breed of dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't. That's wild. He's like, I, I don't even I know what that's meant. Somebody like you. No, it's not. I don't even. I think the closest thing to that experience was. I just wonder, how did you get it for free? <laughs> how did I get it like, for free? Like, how did the pimp name Slick Back not slick your back by like, hey, motherfucker, like, you got to pay something, bro. Like, you need to teach Sharp some things, bro. <laughs> Do any y'all know who Sharp is for the um, like, No Jumper podcast? And yes, yes. yes. <laughs> oh my God. Shout, shout, shout out to Sharp if you ever watch this. But, like, bro, but like, nah, but listen, you probably, you, you got to put fresh and fit on. You know what I'm saying? They be, you know, they be oh prostitutes and shit. Yeah, put but the thing is, like, my man got it for free. Like, I'm, I'm such. He connected with her on a, on a mental level. Like, yeah, that, that's what it is. Like, I'm just a nice guy to talk to. Girls, and I'm not. You're sure a nice guy to talk to, but now. But let me finish. Girls big. don't see me as a threat, so I'm not sure if it's like. I don't know. If that's, that's a good thing a good or a bad thing. thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. I was I was that. that's not. <laughs> like, like girls don't see me as a threat. I don't know if that's. So like, that's why I'm like, I don't think that's a good thing. So she just. He's like, yeah, you know what? You know what? Fuck this time. We're gonna stay on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is out of bounds worthy. Hold on, guys. We, we love sports, but out of bounds can be anything in life. But this this right but here. But Donnie over here finessing prostitutes. So we need to That's not good, Donovan. Because it's like the thing is like not that like women have to be scared of you. Like no one, you shouldn't have like no one should be scared of you, but like right. I think I, at I, most I, there has I to be. I think it's just like it's not that. Like I'm such an easy guy to talk to. Like, like I'm. But why not... is that though? Like, why? Like, do you just talk to them? Like, oh, okay, cool. Like, we have a yeah, conversation. I love having conversations. So it's just like, I mean, Daddy, you are an enigma, bro. Because one minute you don't like people. <laughs> he said, he an enigma. He went to an ACT or an right now. He's like, you need to be studied in the Smithsonian, my guy. Like. <laughs> Oh man, what did Philly? You, you did, the did, opposite we of Philly. We did a blood sample. Yeah, <laughs> Donovan is the opposite. Like if, of if you want Philly, you gotta talk to my brother. I'm the total opposite. Damn, that's yeah, me and my brother. To, but at least he used to run the streets, like, yeah, and stuff like that. Me, I'm, just, you know, I was in school reading Harry Potter and shit like that. So, Donovan, dog, are you okay? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, dog, okay, but. Uh, Okay, because I'm almost sure the listeners want to know because this is a compelling story. By the way, in regards to like just to like quickly wrap this up before I fully transition into this, the best moment from All Star Weekend for me was was Steph Curry's performance, dropping fifty, getting booed in Cleveland. Like my man, he was. Mine was the, the game winner from LeBron. I think that was nice in Cleveland, even though it was a little cheesy. Yeah, we're gonna talk about LeBron in a second and pick and roll, but what about for you? No. I would say Steph Curry's I would definitely say Steph Curry's performance. Yeah. 16 threes, 50 points. I, I definitely wanted uh Joel and B to win that. And he was dominated for like the first two quarters, yeah. three quarters. But he was on the winning team. Yeah, you know, exactly. And then Curry had to beat Curry. Yeah. 
But honorable mention goes to like you know everybody that's at the NBA 75th anniversary. You know, yeah. that was dope. I don't like how they gave everybody a blazer because in 1997 they gave everybody like like the jackets and shit. I thought they would have kept that tradition going. I, I, I think they're moving towards you know the NFL and um, Hall of Fame. Who the Masters or something yeah. like that? Don't they give out green jackets? That's if yeah. you win the Masters yeah. though. I feel win. like I think this oh. year they got rings and they got a jacket. I think that was for the All Star game or something. They got rings. Someone got rings. Yeah, but um, the Blazers were just—they were kind of whack. Like Dennis Rodman literally threw it. Like he had it on for a little bit, and then like he took that shit off. Like, yeah, they should have just gave like like the jacket that they had in '97 for the NBA 50th anniversary. Like that. But been, my that question is, is so some of the people up there was um, I mean, James Harden. You think he deserves to be NBA yes. 75? Yes. You don't yeah. feel like he he hasn't done enough yet or something? I don't know. League MVP. It was like na- num- names up there that just like he had a I crazy think- streak of thirty or forty point games. Something that only Michael Jordan and Will Chamberlain has done. I mean, was Russell Westbrook on the seventy five team? Yes, he was. He was Mr. Okay. Triple Double. I think I'm about that's to the say. I'm about to say because if Russell Westbrook wasn't James Harden was that's a problem. Like right. That was gonna be a significant problem. I, I think Dame was left. I would. Off. I would say that it's kind of shady that LeBron James doing like he's shout out Sam Presti for drafting. You know, um, Russell Westbrook, KD, Serge Ibaka, um, Reggie Jackson, Josh Giddy, but he left out James Harden. I thought that was kind of crazy because James Harden was the last pick. James Harden was the last pick during the All Star Game draft. On he was on Team LeBron, but he did not play. So I, I just thought that was kind of crazy. How can you name Reggie Jackson, Serge Ibaka before James Harden? I mean, well, Harden that is was, making his crazy. debut uh, this Friday. Um, and some news out of Ben Simmons' camp in the Nets. Uh, nah, shout, to, shout to Ben Simmons, man. No, apparently the ben quote 10. was ben um, he's rapidly working towards starting. Like I told you. I like, like I told you episodes ago, the only thing about Ben Simmons, I know we're not going to touch on it officially, but like I said, if Ben Simmons, like I said, if Ben Simmons goes to a team that is willing to work with him and he's comfortable mentally and physically, he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. That's all I gotta say. Sorry, no, I mean, uh, like didn't care here. Back to prostitutes now. Yeah, back to that. <laughs> back to prostitutes. Uh, yeah, he, the real heavy hitting journalism right now is prostitutes. Uh, hey, what, what can I say? I, I was drunk. Both nights. How did you get there? Like, dude, yeah, that's, that's what wandering. we want to know. Like, I was did you wander in the streets? Oh God! It's on my so... way home. God, <laughs> it, was, it was it was like in the gay neighborhood, but there was like female prostitutes around there. So I was wandering the streets, and you know, Liddell <laughs> <laughs> saw, saw the question in my face. I just shit. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't even I know. Can, I can literally tell the like, I was trying to think. I'm like, wait, what? And I'm just like, all right. Oh, I <laughs> definitely should have specified. Like... Yeah, it was a female. It was a female. Was no, a female. no, 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 no. I knew he said that. It was, you said the gay neighborhood. Like, oh. like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, y'all don't have gay neighborhoods? I mean, Atlanta in general. I mean, he said LA. Atlanta in general. I mean, I don't, I mean, for me, I don't care. I mean, it's Atlanta, so I'm just like, it doesn't matter. But we, it was love, just like, we love all communities. We yeah, we do. You know, shout out to the LGBTQ, you know what I'm saying? Do y'all thing. We support y'all. Do your thing. Pride. All the good stuff. But it's like, 
You just do that. You just do. The, you just look at. Like, oh yeah. By the way, so I was drunk in the gay neighborhood, and I was just like, I just. You just slid. You said that kind of like, wait. Uh, and then mean, in my head, I'm like, I like pride. I guess. Okay. Pride, mom. Like pride. I was like, pride? I'm like sure. All right. yeah, I mean, every city has that neighborhood. You know, gay yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. But continue. Continue. you're in the gay neighborhood. You found a female. Daughter. Yeah. So um, she gestures me over. Um, she hey, asked if I like. No, nothing like that. But uh, I don't remember what she's at. But she gestured me over. She asked me if I wanted any services. I was like, no. Um, and then she was like, she. I guess Wait. she was like trying to sell me. So how did she, she kinda, look? How she looked. Um, she was black. Uh, medium, <sighs> medium height. Um. Okay, please, Officer Rick. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't want to get. I don't. I don't want to get all Kevin Samuels on this, but um, on the scale of oh my god, <laughs> beauty's in eye of the beholder. Guys. Yeah, exactly. You so, saying well, that just confirmed that she's ugly. Passion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I don't know. Uh, um, she she was one to five. Okay, I mean six, seven. All right, well, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. Like I said, beauty and the other guys. We love black women around here, so I mean, except me and Liddell, Donovan, not so much. Um, I I dated black women in high school. I'm kidding. Wait, the fact that, that you gotta say why you gotta say it like that? I dated black women because the majority <laughs> of my girlfriends were white and Puerto Rican, and yo, bro. Uh, a black anyway. man, a black man had to specify that he dated black women. <laughs> Yeah. No, see, I don't have to do it. No, I don't have to do that because every time, every time I talk to a girl, like every time I talk to a girl, they every black girl, not every black girl, but the black girls I've been encountered with, they're like, "You look like you date white women," and I'm like, and when I show them all my, ex- you do. What does that look like? I, I really want to understand, like, what does that look like? Well, like, as soon as you said, I'm like, you know what? Kind of like, makes sense. What does that look like? I don't they, know. What that he, he judges you by how you talk. This literally is like I feel like it's just how I talk because literally yeah, all yeah. my all my exes are black. I mean, y'all both like, sound like y'all, but I know for a fact that like, I don't. Well, I don't know for a fact, but I'm gonna look at Noah and tell that he appreciates a black woman. Well, I look at you, Donnie. It's like <laughs> you, you sick got you got, bastard, <laughs> you Uncle Tom, motherfucker. You sick. <laughs> Bastard, you ruckus! <laughs> they out here snowboarding. <laughs> nah, but I just want to preface: I love black women. You know, I prefer black women. We all do. Thing. Anyways, I love black women. <laughs> 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 nah, but it's it's wild because to me, it's just like I don't really project that, but it's just like I like dating black women because there's just things that we understand. Like I don't have to explain myself thoroughly than to talking to a white woman after like okay so I, I, when you go to yeah. my parents house the collard greens are a vegetable like i don't want to feel like the green <laughs> rainbow nigga <laughs> for her <laughs> going to, to do with raisins in the salad shit yeah <laughs> no but it's like i prefer i get so, what you're saying no it feels but... weird because it's like I don't know what I don't know. Like I, I'm like, what is? What do I look like? I, I think it's just because how I talk. Because I think it's how you talk. I wear fitted caps. I wear jewelry. So I'm just like, I don't date all my exes, and they're not just black. Like my what? My first girlfriend was Jamaican. 
the next one was Ghanaian, the other one was she was Black American. My recent girlfriend was Nigerian, so it was just like they black, like it was just like they black women, and they're always like, oh my god, and I was like, yeah, I've only dated. Yeah, like, I, I think it's the way. It's what uh, white people call talk proper. I think that's what gives Yeah, uh, my parents forced me to talk proper. I couldn't use slang. So now we're here. Uh, <laughs> but now we're here. Um, but no, I love black women. So black women out there, if you do listen to this podcast, congratulations. Uh, thank you. But uh, we love, I love black women. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I'm probably going to marry a black woman. You know, so it is what it is. Now, if I get a white girlfriend, y'all niggas be like, oh, I see. I told you. I, I told you. you. I told you. Hey, I told you. I was right. I told you. Nah, I mean, I'm, I'm all about black love myself, but at the end of the day, like, you can't help who you fall in love with. I love who loves me. Exactly. I love who loves me. Exactly. But black women are my number one. Daddy, you don't get a pass for this. <laughs> it's all exactly. <laughs> no, because. <laughs> Nah, listen, because you don't get you, a, you intentionally my, not date black women. No, I don't intentionally not date black women. Yeah. Black women don't intentionally date me, all right? You no, don't say that. No, 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 no. Talk about this. Wait, hold on. So you wait for a black woman to ask you out on a date? I what? am. What's no. That? I mean, it, it, yeah, even if so, yeah, why man. not? It's 2022. Because nah, you said something no. where it was like, black women don't choose me. Is I'm not gonna hold you. Is leave the area that you in, because I thought the same thing <laughs> until I went to my HBCU. Shout out for my state. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was that attractive, and I was bigger than I am now. And yeah. I went there, and girls were like, "Oh my god, like you're attractive." Okay, and I was just like, "So you saying this an environment thing?" It's definitely an environment that you gotta travel. You gotta see the world. I mean, black. I mean, black people in general, like you already know, is a diaspora. Like I'm a yeah. black kid from the suburbs of skateboards. <laughs> Does all type of shit, but I'm still black. I know black culture. You know, it is what it is. We're all diaspora, so you can't intentionally write off like, oh, well, just because the, this section of black women in Philadelphia don't fuck with yeah, me. Yeah, the black women all in black Philly, women Philly don't fuck with me. So you gotta find a black woman. Why, that, why do you uh, think that is, Dottie? From um, your perspective, because I'm an Oreo. I mean, the thing is, you're not an Oreo, though, because when you say that... Uh, I mean, or to, to them, to them, to them. I mean, um, yeah, to them. I, I, can, I can list the, the things that I do that I know like, I've okay. been rejected for. For the, for the people that's unaware of what you mean by that um, that slang term, can you describe what you mean by you claim that you are... So, basically, I'm a... My appearance is a black guy, but I have white characteristics. Black. But so. the wild thing is, like, because my mind is in sociology. My sister said to say that all the time. But I have to preface that when I talk about this topic. Yeah. Because it's just, like, that Oreo phrase is rooted in, like, these racial undertones that, like, being, Absolutely, yeah. being non-stereotypically black means you're white. Like, black right. people, if that was the case, we wouldn't have Neil deGrasse Tyson. We wouldn't have... Black poets. People think being a black photographer is really white. People think being a black art like there's a lot of things that like if you're a black person that just does something different than what's right. there typically what you're supposed to do is considered white. And black that's what I was criticized for in high school and middle school. Like that was the I shit mean, that I would get. I was too. I I played football, but I still got criticized because I played lacrosse. Right. So it's just like the thing is just like you can't let that get to you because once 
people once people see that like oh that black person accepts them okay it's cool and it's wild and it's sad that in our community like we can't explore and do different things but i did i didn't give a fuck because i was like nah I, this is just what i yeah like I, I still do what the fuck i want to do <laughs> this is what i like to do but it's like oh shit. yeah i'll still watch my dawson's creek but th- but see there's probably a black woman it's, in america still go to prostitutes and don't get those oh sexual my God. <laughs> but see listen there's probably a black woman somewhere around exactly, the world that yeah. watches dawson's creek so like you're not the only black person that probably watches dawson's creek i watch are you the one there's a lot of black women that you just got to get out of my zone like you have my, to get out uh, your zone i think city of philadelphia it. I was raised by wolves and Euphoria. I don't think too many black people watch. No, Euphoria. I had all my black friends definitely watch Euphoria, but raised by wolves, I don't know. Yeah, I don't black know. people watch Euphoria. No, he's talking about raised by wolves. Man, a lot of black. Oh, raised by wolves. Yeah. What is the whitest show that I watched? I think a lot of people don't. A lot of black people. The whitest show I ever watched late was Peacemaker. It gets no wider than that. Nah, no. There's a lot of black. Well, at least in Atlanta, there's a lot of black people that watch Peacemaker. I, I think. Uh... Uh, Peacekeeper is more in tune with like that comics, anime, MAGA type. So yeah, if it's say, like colorful and action, like black people watch it. I don't even think there's a show that's really white that I've watched where it's like, I, I mean, I watched The Resident, which is like a medical show, but it's like I know some black people. That, I don't know. That, but that's old. Uh, a suburban housewife type. The show. resident is fire though. The resident. I know exactly though. what you talk about, but yeah. only thirty-five to forty-year-olds watch hey. that shit, and they're white. Hey, women. hey, man, say, hey, man, but you know, at the, at the end of the day, I really can't criticize y- y'all too much because y'all. Look at somebody that once had a, a stylish ass mohawk. Exactly. So, Nicker, you give me all this. <laughs> yo. So, yo, you, you never saw nah, the picture? Bro. I saw. Oh, <laughs> I saw the picture. Uh, I commented on the story. I was like, dog, what was this, bro? That you was to, your. That you was your pair. That was definitely your paramour. Like, how the hell they let there. you get away with that? You have to be there, bro. And you don't want to be the the black politician. The black police, the sheriff, you had the, the gall to write us up. <laughs> bro, I was ahead of my time, bro. I was You're ahead of my time. You had your time in 2008 suburbia, yeah. Yes, you 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 look like you were that air apostle for sure. Like that's what did you? Ah, black. <laughs> I'm not even that white. I never applied yeah. to air apostle. Yo, they didn't hire me because of my mom. That was the only reason. Get your black, no, get your color self, your mohawk out of here. But no, I think, like I said, being black is is a diaspora. There's so many artists that I enjoy that they probably would be called white for doing what they did. But it's like some people just don't know better. But I've I've met black women that are different. That you know, black women, black women, they're diaspora. So to write off. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely know, met black women who I definitely vibed with and we had the same connections and they were also ridiculed. It's 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 the black community whole. We like to keep a ex, lot of shit. I mean my ex, shout out to Grace. Uh <laughs> I dropped her name in there. Hey, 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 hey. But I mean Grace is a common name. They're not gonna find her. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we'll, we'll edit that out, but yeah. you know, we'll edit that out. But like, she was the same, we were the same thing, we liked the same thing. We were movie nerds, we liked anime, we I like sports, she didn't play sports. Like, 
you have to like find that person that kind of like mm-hmm. gets you and is like, okay, cool. And they're out there. So she like, you know, she likes sports. She watched baseball. We both had a lot of things that come. We like cartoons. Like I think for me in Atlanta is different because there's a lot of alternative black. You see, a, you see a lot of different variety of black people in Atlanta. You don't just mm-hmm. see niggas. Like you see niggas at skateboard. You see <laughs> niggas at skate, niggas at paint. No, nah, but you see, you see a whole different diaspora of black people. So to me, I'm just like, I mean, if it was in New York, definitely Atlanta would be my second choice. Of yeah, Donovan, you have to come to Atlanta. Like, def- I feel like if you come to Atlanta, and you get I, so I feel hot, like that would be yeah. Yo, oh my god, hey baby, like you were, you were good, Donovan. What's up? What's up, Donovan? Oh my god, you were ready to host. Oh my god, okay, like. I don't know, man. I've just seen a diaspora of black women. So for me, when 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 black dudes that go to like white college, like yo, I black women just aren't my type, man. I just swear, like they just never liked me in high school, and I just can't really get. That was one section of the, yeah, that was yeah, one minuscule part of the world, my nigga. Like you yeah, can't not even one percent of like not even one percent of yeah. whatever the population. So it's it is what it is, man. But I get it, you know. So just find an alternative black girl. That's just like you, and you're like, that could be alternative black people together. It's like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, so let me ask you guys this before we transition to our last segment of the show, the pick and roll. Do you guys prefer a woman that you have similar interests in, or do you like somebody that you can kind of that's kind of like not so familiar with with your world? That way, you can learn some things from her. She can learn some things from you. Like, what do you guys prefer? Oh, I always choose um, different worlds, you know. Clearly, I mean, skate color as well. <laughs> you set me up well for that, Daddy. I'm sorry, bro. It's a different continent. It's it's because I I love knowledge and I love to acquire more knowledge. So if there's so somebody will, out there that can like, oh, teach you set me up again. Like so you feel like you cannot learn anything from a black woman. I do. I do. I learn a lot. Uh, a lot of myself, I learned from black women. So what you're saying is you use black women and then just don't date them. Gotcha. All right. I mean, take that how you want. Okay. <laughs> take that out. I would say... We just, we just fuck with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's all <laughs> jokes. It's all jokes. Trust me. My, I, I feel you, Jonathan. I, it's, it's a lot. But I would say... I would say we at least have to have at least one thing in common. I think I couldn't, I think if we just had nothing in common, then it would just be like, I'm just really attracted to you. I think that, okay, but. Or the better question should be, um, do you want to be challenged in a relationship? Oh yeah. I would want to be challenged. I would want to be challenged. I don't want to just. Or stay comfortable. No, comfortable is cool, but I feel like challenging the sense of like, because I like to go do stuff. I like to go places, eat exactly, different food. Yeah. Like, so yeah, if she comes into my life and brings like, oh, well, I cook this, or like, my one of my exes, she was Guinean, she brought fufu and like spicy chicken soup to my apartment. I've never had that before. So spicy I was learning something. Soup sounds banging. With the fufu was straight. Like, it was good. I was like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Maybe my slaves shouldn't have gotten captured. Or maybe my ancestors shouldn't have gotten captured. Uh, <laughs> it, just, it is. But it's just like, I think definitely to have a woman that challenges you emotionally um, in every aspect, I think I think that's what anybody would want a partner. Someone that just challenges them to try something different. Yeah, I want somebody to challenge my worldviews. 
Yeah, it and, culture and stuff like that. Like, but I mean to agree on everything. Not to say it would get boring. Not to say that it would get boring, but I don't know. I've never really had that. I've it been, would get I stale. I don't think it would get stale. I don't think it would. Get stale. I just, I just never have had that. I've never met a girl where we're both like same thing, same exact thing. But I've never had that. So I've only had girls that have challenged me. So it's just like. I mean, I feel like it would be dope. I mean, I feel like it would be easy. I feel like, like oh, I don't really have to, like, oh, do much. It's just, like, we love each other. All right, cool. And we like the same thing. So we can obviously go to concerts together, go do these things. So I don't think it would be bad. I don't think there's no right or wrong answer. But I personally. Yeah, it's I just say, preference. I would I, say I, I, challenge you know, a little bit. I'm going to roll with that. There's no right or wrong answer. It's up to, like, what you're capable like, what you can handle as a man or as a yeah. woman as well. Yeah. You know, so. As a woman. It's, so, all right. So, speaking of rolling with that, let's go to pick and roll. Last segment of the show. Let's close it off right now. LeBron James made a lot of headlines during All Star Weekend. Not so much through the simple fact that he's now five and zero during the NBA All Star game in this new format, but he mentioned in regards to the fact that he definitely would love to play with Bronny James his last season in the NBA. So, if you are NBA GM, would you take a chance on Bronny James, even if he's not a top a top Elite prospect because right now I believe he's right number forty three in the ESPN class of like top seventy five prospects. Yeah, it's still pretty good, solid. But um, if you are NBA GM, would you take a chance on Bronny James as a lottery pick? You know, with the offset chance that you also have LeBron James possibly playing on a veteran minimum contract. Even Bronny, let's say Bronny is like a Zaire way. Don't disrespect the Zaire way, but the Zaire is like in the G League right now. You know so, so the question but, is, would I take Bronny James in the top top ten pick? Yeah, if if it no, if it would, because clearly LeBron they say basically wherever his son go, he's going to go. Mm-hmm. So you are a GM. Would you take a chance on Bronny James over a much more qualified prospect? Just at the opportunity again, LeBron James, or would you take the better prospect? No. So are, you, so are you picking and rolling on the simple fact? Are you picking and rolling drafted Bronny James, even if he's not elite, just so have an opportunity to have his dad? I'm rolling. I mean, I'm rolling just because it's like it depends on what the team is. Like, if you're a team that needs to build long term, most likely OKC. <laughs> most likely OKC. Like, I wouldn't think OKC would pick up because, like, if, if if you're building long term, that's a that, bad just business move in general. That would mess up there, yeah. Because like, you, okay, you get Bronny, which I think I think to be, I think we give Bronny so much criticism. I think Bronny is gonna be like Scotty Pippen Jr. Scotty Pippen Jr. went to Sierra Canyon. He was pretty okay. Had a couple offers. Went to Vanderbilt. Now he's who like he is hooping, and now he's like okay, Scotty Pippen Jr. going to the draft class. Is his draft stock is looking really well. So I think Bronny, in this sentiment, if he goes to a program where they allow him to play basketball like him and he's not surrounded, he gets to develop, you know, without being a Sierra Canyon and having this lens on him, then I think he can be a at least a lot, uh, at least a late lottery pick, late first round pick. And okay. I think so. But you say that you're gonna roll with it. You mean that yeah, fine with taking Bronny James? Nah, I'm saying I'm rolling because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna oh, take so, all right, so you go pick. All right, cool. So, Donnie, what would you say? What say you? I, I'll roll with it. I would definitely um, pick him up if 
if it's an if it's like a like let's be realistic. Where is he going to fall? Like a second, early second round, late what, first, early late second. first. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll take him. I'll take him. But I think the influence, and I think this might actually hurt him more than help him because how so? Just a simple fact that have LeBron James basically said wherever his son goes, he's going. Yeah, LeBron James is one of the greatest players of all time, and some mm-hmm. people are he is the goat. So, and plus, right now he's like what thirty-seven years old, still playing at a high level, averaging over twenty-nine points per game. Now, Bronny's like about what two years away from he'll be, he'll, yeah, two years, he'll be away. two years away. So, LeBron so be thirty-nine. So basically, LeBron mm-hmm. by chance is basically boosting Bronny's draft stock because Bronny James could be a late first-round pick. And actually, you know he's in the lottery because. But but you said it would be bad for him. How would it be bad if you're getting coached by your father and one of the great? Because how's gonna look at to, to other players in the NBA locker room? Because this will be the first time. This will be the first time this ever happened. Father and son play on the same team. I mean, you have to look at King Griffey. Well, King Griffey Jr. and King Griffey Senior. Like King Griffey Jr. was good. Not to say Bronny isn't good, but King Griffey Jr. was like. So I think and that's plus, a different topic because King Griffey. Because King Griffey Jr. surpassed his father. I, I, I will exactly. agree with you on that, but once his father is out of the league and out of that locker room, it's all up to you to prove these daughters wrong. Yeah, so I think it would be, but to say, but. I don't know. I just don't know because LeBron James. I, I would absolutely pushy. love if my father was in the locker room with me in my first year. I think I think we can all agree that LeBron James handled the media at an early age and from then on with probably one of the best we ever seen do it. I think Bronny is too. Like I, I think people I was on Twitter talking to someone on Twitter about it. I think we hate on Bronny too much. I think people hate on him so much because they would wish they were in his position. They they hate they on him. Want because, it, yeah. like, they hate on him because they want that to be them. So it's like they're hating on this kid so much, and he's what, like sixteen or seventeen, and it's just like, it's in a way, he has that same kind of pressure his dad had. Exactly. I think when your dad is LeBron James, I think he's definitely yeah, but it's, it's different though because LeBron because LeBron James said the pre, the president. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The president. 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 Yeah. James has, basically, he has to follow that. He, has he to doesn't have to. He, he doesn't has to live up to, to it. But I mean, if he, does... he, if he chooses to go into the NBA, that's like a – it's like following a prophecy in like, like in Lord of the Rings or some shit. Like if he goes into the NBA, they already but, know like you have to like not live up to him, but you got to – you yeah, gotta perform, nigga, like you gotta because, do something. I mean, LeBron James named him his Ronnie, LeBron James Jr. for a reason. Because like, LeBron James, at worst, is the third greatest player of all time. At worst, at worst, yeah, He's on his worst night, oh, Kareem. Okay, all right. One. So, all the hype going to the sun, you gotta be at least that or greater. You know, what I'm and that, that, that's gonna be no. Hard. I don't think so. I don't think you. I don't think you have to be that. I just think you have to be like. A, I think if Bronny came came into the league and he made himself known as like a max contract player, an all star here and there, a couple like I mean, he could pan out like uh uh not Lonzo um the one on uh the Hornets Lamelo. If he pans out like I think I think his younger brother Bryce is more like Lamelo and Bronny's more like Lonzo. I just say that because Bryce. He's taller than Bronny. Bryce, Bryce Maximus like, James. That's a cool and, No, because Bryce just turned. Yeah, I think he just turned like 
fourteen. Is he playing at Sierra Kent? Uh, yeah, Sierra Kent. he's already taller than Bronny. Like Bronny's six three. Bryce is already six four, six five. Shit. So it's like his younger is really going to be a Lonzo and Lamelo type situation where Lonzo's not a bad basketball player by at all. It's just they're two different players, and Bryce really can shoot the ball, drive the ball. Here's the reason why I'm not um, worried about Bronny when he gets to the NBA. Uh, he's being coached by one of the greatest players of all time. We can agree with that. Yeah, but but also at the same time, but if you be a coach by one of the greatest players of, of all time, there's no other coach in the NBA that's, that has LeBron James's resume. So, like, if you have your dad teach you all these things, you might look down at your coach like, fuck, like, you ain't my dad. Like, you're <laughs> no, no, I don't well, think he yeah. even has that attitude. I don't think, no. think Bronny has yeah, that no, That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, he's he's – I mean, if like, he hasn't done he's it, he's getting yet. all his mentorship from LeBron James. Like, I mean, he, know, if, he will if, know how to handle the NBA once he gets into it. If Bronny hasn't no done that yet, I don't think yeah. he's doing the NBA. Because like, what was his biggest playing... controversy? Smoking weed or something? But the thing is, he didn't even do it. It was his friend. Like he. Oh, okay. Then weed. yeah. Like, so it's just like the thing is like like you said about the coaching thing. If I was like, if I was Bronny in middle school, my middle school coach trying to coach me, like my dad's LeBron James, like if he didn't pull that card back then, right, exactly. or even at Sierra Canyon. But we have was, seen Chris in the past with LeBron James literally coaching on the sidelines. I mean, that was his AAU yeah. team. So it was like, and he's he cool was with the, the head coach. coach. He, but he's cool with the I, coach. I don't think LeBron James instilled in his son to disrespect his coaches. That's, yeah, I don't think. Like, come on. But you know, at the end of the day, we have we're two years away from that. Uh, most of the team, what's gonna happen? I think it's fun to talk about. Me personally, I just think that it could be a hindrance because. I mean, he's not. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a fifteen man locker room at the end of the day. So like, you bring in Bronny James, have his dad in the locker room is almost as if like Hell those yeah. guys. <laughs> no, no but I think, if if he was playing football and your your dad was one of the greatest football players, I mean, my dad played greatest. in Tennessee, so I mean, like, would would you like to have him during your first year? I think if I was if I went to the NFL, if I went to the league, and my dad was still there and he was still playing, yeah, I think it would just make the transition easier. It I really think it would, would make the transition easier. I don't think it would make it like that hard for me to be all day like but even if my dad wasn't there even if he was retired it's like i could still call my dad like hey yeah. dad i'm on the road like, exactly my girlfriend is like she's wilding me because i'm not i'm on road and like how do i deal with this like, so like bleacher report is in my ear and shit yeah like how do i handle with this so i think yeah. i think regardless i think Bronny's gonna be okay i think regardless of however it goes down he's gonna be fine I just think Bronny is going to be – he's not going to be a great – he's not going to be like one of the greatest players of all time. But I think he's going to be – by the time he's in college, I think he can probably ha- hang his own against some NBA talent, especially like some bench players, some six-man. I think you got to give Bronny credit like where it's due. He's yeah. still coming off an injury for that put him out last season. So it's like – That's why I didn't understand what Liddell was saying, like how he – that could be a hindrance. I don't think it would be a hindrance. I think having LeBron James. I mean, it's. I would say it's a hindrance because people can be jealous. I mean, look at it right now. People hate him because he's LeBron James' son. So I mean, exactly. if you go to the sole reason, but if, you, but if you go into an NBA locker room with your dad, you keep probably will probably be the butt of some jokes with some teammates or whatever. Of course, like, you're um, a rookie. Daddy, no, but like daddy's boy or your dad's here. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like that's probably going to happen, but. 
or it may be a different word like, oh, I respect you because you're LeBron James's son and I respect Bron, yeah, so it's not going to be. Maybe. Yeah, so it can go either way. Um, right, yeah. But like I said, I'm like you're getting coached by LeBron James, like father mentor. I'm pretty sure he he's had this discussion with him. And I'm pretty sure LeBron James got Bronny's intake of what he thinks about this. So Yeah. So he, he's in good hands. He's in good hands. I think I think Brian's in good hands. I think he's still a good basketball player. I would just see wait till he gets to college. Yeah. If he goes to college. He will. He definitely will. He might take the G League right route. Mm-mm. I think he needs to go to a college. I wouldn't I mean he could do whatever he wants. He doesn't really Are they still they're still doing the one and done, right? Or did they revise yeah. the rule? Okay. They're not gonna revise that rule anytime soon. I don't think so. Sorry about that, fellas. My my laptop died, but thank God for backups. Yeah, we, we kept it rolling. We kept oh, we kept it rolling. Yeah, yeah, you guys, you did a great job. But um, as I was saying, you know, time will tell. We're about two years away from knowing how this is gonna go. But personally, if I'm if I'm a an NBA player, if I'm in that locker room, I would I wouldn't want you know to have that type of drama because with because with LeBron James comes drama. There's a lot of media attention. And basically, it's not going to be about the team ones. It's going to be about LeBron. Uh, what, LeBron. Okay, all right, yeah. I have to – yeah, you're right, you're right. Drama, yeah. But by that, I'm pretty sure LeBron James isn't going to be, like, much of a, a locker room presence as we might think. I'm, I think he's he literally will, only – I think he's he literally will. only going to be there just to play with his son because that – I mean, that that do well if LeBron's still playing like he's playing right now. That – that duo could be crazy, but um, I don't think he's going to be much of a presence as we are led to believe. I think he's only going to be there to coach his son through his first year and leave it like that. Exactly. We'll see, but you know what, guys? It's about that time where we plug ourselves on the way out. We covered a lot during this episode. Ooh, even, it was you know, it was it was good. It felt good to be relaxed. We get anything can be out of bounds. We talked about dunk contests. We talked about prostitutes. We talked about LeBron. <laughs> we talked about black nepotism. We talked about black women. We covered it all, man. We covered it all. We might be all the sun. So, fellas, let everybody know where they can find you guys on social media. Any project you guys got are working on, all that good shit. Mm. You can find me at Dino Austin on everything. You already know the vibes. If you're new here, you can find me at Dino Austin on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, the whole nine yards. Right now, um, setting up some interviews, setting up some articles too. I'm touching in back into the fashion world. Uh, fashion Week was what it was, uh, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I got dirty. Yeah, that when one door closes, more open up. So I just. You know, my homework is getting a little bit lighter, guys. So my writing hand is gonna get free. Then drop some articles. Gonna do a little, a little something, something. You know, and yeah, just stay tuned for the articles and interviews. That's about it. Mister Donnie, do not call me Donovan Wilkins. Yeah, um, I I, I want to address this first. Um, I've had two artists hit me up on my Instagram DMs about um interviews and. The column under the radar. I this is breaking news. I will be back this Friday with hey. a new uh, spotlight artist for you. Um, hey, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm trying to be and like that when I grow up. 
As for everything else, um, you know, you can find me at Distorted Records with Donnie on uh, Live 95 weeknights, um, 11 a.m. Uh, we'll be tuning in tonight, 3 a.m. Um, talk, talk about a little bit. Um, Tony Hawk's new uh, music festival coming up that I'm trying to secure tickets and promotion for. Um, and a few other things, but just go to my IG and check out all the stuff below. Okay. As for me, you guys already know the Devil Fashionista. Um, also, the Moderator and the True Agriculture IG account. No, he's mentioning, like, you know the vibe. That's like a catchphrase, but it's also, it's apropos because the pilot of episode one of Vibes is almost complete. I'm looking forward to sharing it with all you guys. No, it's going to be under my production company, Ground Up Media. So more information on that at a later time. Oh, but... Exclusive. Drop an exclusive. Mm. Yeah, ah. see, see now you're not the only one that could drop exclusives and shit. Yeah, all right, you know, I see. You know, I see. You know, so thing big things is happening, you know. So um, but uh ladies and gentlemen, we like I said, we covered a lot. We hope that you enjoyed this week's edition of All About. This is actually personally one of my favorite episodes, probably my favorite episode by far. Yeah, it definitely was one of our best episodes. Everything yeah, was great. Can we touch on a lot of things outside as well? I think I got a lot of clips, you know, that we can use for like IG, TikTok, and stuff like that. It has some great discussions. As, as long as that shit don't get me canceled within the next few years, as I'm trying to get to the BET Wars, you know, I don't hey, want to be saying, "Oh, we, Donovan, hey, me, me, me and Donovan will go to the BET Wars." Yeah, yeah. Donnie, Donnie. You go bring um, you know, I'm not ever gonna do it. <laughs> gonna wait, 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 say, say, say what oh, you can say. Oh my god, can we, can we, can we? Go nah, man, you know what? What I want to say is, is hail Hydra. That's what I want. No, say. we love black women. <laughs>